While the fact that consumer prices in America have risen 7% over the past year for which data are available has been well publicized, less attention has been given to the respective rates of inflation for individual items. For instance, energy prices have been surging over the past year and were 29% higher in December of 2021 than they were one year earlier. Gasoline prices have risen almost precisely 50%. The lack of production of new vehicles due largely to shortages of computer chips has helped to drive the prices of new and used cars higher. The price of used cars rose more than 3% in December alone and are up 37% from a year ago. The price of food is up more than 6% over the past year. With a number of key federal stimulus programs directed toward households coming to an end, higher prices have become especially problematic for lower-income households for whom fuel and food comprise a larger share of household outlays. In response to the fastest inflation in nearly 40 years, the Federal Reserve has turned its attention to combating future price increases. The implication is that interest rates are likely headed higher this year, which means that those seeking to finance a home or vehicle will face higher borrowing costs going forward. For WIPR and my producer Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu. Manifestations of staffing shortages and the efforts undertaken by employers to fill available job openings are ubiquitous. A recent article in The Economist magazine points to $30,000 signing bonuses for truck drivers in Portland, Oregon, an end to automatic daily housekeeping at many Hilton and Marriott hotels, and offers by the likes of Amazon and Walmart to cover college tuition for their employees. In large measure, this is due to the fact that America's labor force has shrunk. America has approximately 3 million fewer people in the labor force than on pandemic eve, which translates into a 2% contraction in the number of people who are either working or looking for work. Those who have departed the labor market can be divided into three broad categories. First, there are those who are in their prime working years and who for various reasons would rather stay at home, including to avoid the possibility of infection. Second, there are those who are heading towards retirement and accelerated their plans. Finally, there are immigrants whose entry into America has slowed dramatically as legal channels dried up. While prime-age workers are returning to the workforce steadily, America will continue to encounter slow legal immigration and plentiful retirement. For WIPR and my producer Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu. For years, Chinese economic growth was the global economy's leading expansion engine. But in recent years, China's share of global growth has declined from 40% to 25%. Recently, other indications suggesting that the Chinese economy is slowing have emerged. As indicated by writer Keith Bradshaw, China's economy softened markedly during the final months of 2021 as government measures to limit real estate speculation hurt growth prospects in other segments as well. Travel restrictions to contain coronavirus also constrained consumer spending. Stringent regulations on everything, from internet businesses to after-school tutoring, have set off a wave of layoffs. China's National Bureau of Statistics indicates that economic output from October through December of last year was only 4% higher than during the same period a year earlier. Growth would have been even slower, but for outsized global demand for consumer electronics, furniture, and other home comforts during the pandemic that have helped support record-setting exports from China. Overall, China's economic output was 8.1% higher in 2021 than in 2020, but much of that growth transpired during last year's first half. Given its aging population, China's growth could slow further during the years ahead. 
for WIPR and my producer Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu. Manifestations of staffing shortages and the efforts undertaken by employers to fill available job openings are ubiquitous. A recent article in The Economist magazine points to $30,000 signing bonuses for truck drivers in Portland, Oregon, an end to automatic daily housekeeping at many Hilton and Marriott hotels, and offers by the likes of Amazon and Walmart to cover college tuition for their employees. In large measure, this is due to the fact that America's labor force has shrunk. America has approximately 3 million fewer people in the labor force than on pandemic eve, which translates into a 2% contraction in the number of people who are either working or looking for work. Those who have departed the labor market can be divided into three broad categories. First, there are those who are in their prime working years and who for various reasons would rather stay at home, including to avoid the possibility of infection. Second, there are those who are heading towards retirement and accelerated their plans. Finally, there are immigrants whose entry into America has slowed dramatically as legal channels dried up. While prime-age workers are returning to the workforce steadily, America will continue to encounter slow legal immigration and plentiful retirement. For WYPR and my producer Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu. While the fact that consumer prices in America have risen 7% over the past year for which data are available has been well publicized, less attention has been given to the respective rates of inflation for individual items. For instance, energy prices have been surging over the past year and were 29% higher in December of 2021 than they were one year earlier. Gasoline prices have risen almost precisely 50%. The lack of production of new vehicles due largely to shortages of computer chips has helped to drive the prices of new and used cars higher. The price of used cars rose more than 3% in December alone and are up 37% from a year ago. The price of food is up more than 6% over the past year. With a number of key federal stimulus programs directed toward households coming to an end, higher prices have become especially problematic for lower-income households for whom fuel and food comprise a larger share of household outlays. In response to the fastest inflation in nearly 40 years, the Federal Reserve has turned its attention to combating future price increases. The implication is that interest rates are likely headed higher this year, which means that those seeking to finance a home or vehicle will face higher borrowing costs going forward. For WIPR and my producer Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu.